Hello, 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 lovely ladies. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, I have another fabulous guest for you today. You are inside of, guess what? Stress Talk with Marceline. And we're gonna talk about how to get through the holidays without losing it, but we're also going to talk about how to flourish as a leader in just one moment. Hello, ladies. Ooh, let me get this off so you can, here we go. That's it. I want to say hello to Farzana Doctor. She is an award-winning author from Canada. She's in the house today as well. She will be our guest next week. So you all, you have to make sure that you watch next week as well. I, I, I just want to tell you that I want to thank all of my guests. They have been just so gracious in joining us today and uh, this, uh, this all through these past few weeks, through the month of November. Now we're in December. And I just, I want to show my appreciation because they have been very gracious and they've taken the time out of their busy schedules to spend the time with me and with you. And I'm so greatly appreciative. Today, we have the, the wonderful Dawn McCoy. And I'm just gonna tell you a little bit about her. Um, I, I said to her that if I shared everything that I read and I've learned about her, it would take 30 minutes. So I would just introduce her and then I would say goodbye but I'm not gonna do that. But I do wanna share a few things about her with you. First of all, she is very passionate about developing women leaders. In 2009, she started her, her um, business and it's called Flourish Leadership Group. And what she said is she just leveraged her more than 20 years of service in the public sector. And she continues to serve in the public sector as a volunteer. As a matter of fact, two state of Virginia governors appointed her to different boards to serve. Now, if that's not a big deal, that, that, that speaks to her knowledge, her passion, as well as her experience when two governors, state governors, appointed her to serve in order to serve her state. She has also been the recipient of numerous awards and recognition. The other thing that uh, Dawn brings to the table is that she is a resource to executives, middle managers, and to women and others who want to be emerging leaders. She focuses on their strategic goals and how they can how they can accomplish those strategic goals. She provides consultation, online courses, as well as management 
and communication resources. She is a speaker, a trainer, a coach, and a superwoman. Let's welcome Don McCoy to Dress Talk with Marcelin. Hey, Don. Hi, Marcelin. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. And I'm so glad that you're here. I'm really just going to give you the floor because you have so much to offer us. And I don't want to take up a lot of a lot of your time. Tell us what you're working on. Thanks so much, Marcelin, for having me on. And I'm so excited that I am so passionate about developing women leaders and specifically to continue to develop leadership development skills and communication skills. They're essential for every woman in the workplace, in the home, in the community, whatever it is that a woman leader is doing, she needs to have a set of skills. So I'm very passionate about doing that both in online and print formats and delivering speeches and remarks. Tell us, how do you, what's one or, or two or three things that you share with women who consider themselves leaders? How do they, how do they do it? Absolutely. Well, one of the fundamentals is that sometimes leaders in particular are put into a position of leadership. Sometimes people ascend into a position of leadership and others will assert that leadership role. And so there are different ways that people will be put in that position. And it is not necessarily something that someone may see themselves as the assumed leader or someone who has been appointed or delegated as a leader. Um, when someone has followers, uh, we know that that is someone who is leading an effort, a charge, passion, an advocacy effort, et cetera. And so what we know is that we, we have an individual who is helping to corral ideas, passion, energy, driving a force. They are, in fact, a leader. Now, people may say it has to be someone out in front. Not necessarily. It could be mm -hmm. someone who is quietly leading in the back. Mm -hmm. It could be someone who's off to the side assisting with some leadership. So there are lots of different facets and dynamics about how I talk with people who are in a leadership role, who may be at that helm, but may not in fact be, and they are actually developing their leadership skills for a future out in front leadership role. So you don't really have to have the title per se. Exactly. It's really, there's, there's inherent abilities, um, name some of those things. What are some of those inherent abilities that a leader would have? Absolutely. Well, the one is being the ability to lead, collaborating, being mm -hmm. able to communicate effectively, being able to be a visionary, having ideas and bringing those together, and someone who can actually be able to think about how does this all fit together, the strategic pieces, the people, mm -hmm. the ideas, the timing and syncopation is very important for leaders who are strategic and focused. So in some of the leadership development work that I do, these building blocks, these fundamentals of having a vision, obviously tenacity and the courage to put that vision into place. And more importantly, to talk about bringing the right people together and to communicate those ideas. Mm -hmm. I talk about a seven step process for leaders to develop their skills. And it's so important that we think about leadership, not just being a, a continuum, like, you know, one, one thing, but it's mm. actually over time and through various different capacities. So it's very important that we think about leadership development and the skills being important. Um, there are so many ways I know everyone can say these are leadership skills or those are leadership skills. Right. Um, but there are some very fundamentals that leaders must have. Don. You started your business in 2009. 
What led you to take that step? That's an interesting question. I was actually asked many times to provide advice, provide insight, to be a leadership resource. And I didn't realize that at the time that it was actually leadership development, skill development, I was providing that advice on. I was being asked to provide speeches, uh, write remarks, to help out, and to do a lot of different types of things that morphed actually into the consulting work that I do today. It started out in little hodgepodge pieces, and actually, I had already started writing one of my first books, Leadership Development and the Leadership Building Blocks. And there were all these different ideas that were swimming around. People would ask me to do this, or I would actually be implementing the strategy. So funny enough, I was actually one of my own first living examples of my <laughs> leadership development clients. And so being able to not only build the business, cultivate my own skills, write books and write speeches at the same time, it all coalesced into Flourish Leadership. Wow. Wow. Starting your business, what were some of the struggles actually in the business or apart from the business that you had to face? And how did you how did you manage that? Absolutely. Getting started with the business was challenging because I didn't know exactly where to start. I had already been asked to provide services and I was actually already doing consulting services. So I was like, wow, I'm I'm already doing this. It meant hanging up a shingle and it meant hanging up, obviously, the opportunity to say available for service formally and or being able to be a resource in my community. And so it was really learning the nuances of putting together a small business, learning the details of being a woman entrepreneur, female entrepreneur, <laughs> and being a leader of my own business, aside yeah. from being a leader in my community, aside from being an author, all of those various pieces came together underneath that umbrella. Mm-hmm. And so it was fascinating the way it actually was a bumpy start. Yes, I didn't know exactly where to start to get started with the incorporation of a business. I didn't know what exactly was needed or who I needed to call upon. So I mm-hmm. recall at that time, I actually had coaches and advisors for various parts of putting a business together because I had no clue. Mm-hmm. To be perfectly honest, I said, how do I start? I called upon people who were in business themselves and I said, hey, what do you, what did you do? How did you start? And it was a fundamental learning experience for me that I treasure to this day because it actually helped me get my full start and not only saying hanging my shingle up as a former business owner, but (laughs) as a formal author, as a formal consultant and formal speaker. Mm -hmm. So tell us how I just wanted to get to some of the comments. Um, Alice Frazier also is in the house. Alice was one of my guests. She is a brand strategist, as a matter of fact. So she also has her own her own business. Um, it, it's it real interesting because I know I've talked to women and they've said, you know, how do you do this? And when you start a business, you really have to ask a lot of questions because it's a different skill set, really. Um, even in marketing the business, there's a different skill set. And so it takes asking a lot of questions, surrounding yourself with people who are willing to walk with you, willing to impart their wisdom, willing to tell you, um, no, you don't need to do that right now. (laughs) Hold off on that. 
but it does take it it takes I, I hate I don't want to use be trite in saying this, but it does take a village to start a business, especially for a solo entrepreneur, especially for a woman, especially for a woman of color. It takes a lot of community uh, building, a lot of networking to start the business and to keep the business going. And you have done that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you have Thank done you. that. Tell, <laughs> tell us about some of your speaking engagements and what do you what are some of the topics that you you talk on, you speak on? Yes, interestingly enough, um, the real McCoy is one of my popular speaking topics of being able to talk authentically about being a real leader in a world that is full of um let's just say not authentic uh, people and or mm -hmm. ideas, um, being able to talk about communication skills, effective community engagement is another popular topic because people are looking to engage with different communities at this time because the world has shifted and changed with diversity and with different ideas, different generations. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that I find fascinating about developing flourish leadership was that it was the concept of not just having leadership development, but constantly flourishing and thriving ah, as a leader. Uh, I knew that in my own journey, it was not just about being at the helm, but figuring out how to thrive at the helm mm -hmm. and learning how to help others around me do the same. So I'm called upon to speak about different topics. Um, as of late, also storytelling. Mm -hmm. Because we as leaders are often experiencing our journey and even this opportunity to share with you, Marcelin, is about a journey that I've had about telling a story about coming into my own as a leader, as an entrepreneur, as a female executive. And so being able to share um, because it is not always easy. It is not always something that just, you know, all of the answers and bing, light bulb, you have the know-how. Oftentimes I encourage um, leaders to write down their ideas, um, mm. to have a notebook handy or to have an open file or to mm -hmm. use an app. Um, because sometimes ideas will come to you and it may not be at that point in time that you will implement that idea, as you said. Um, but it's also about making sure that you're leveraging the resources you have, people around you who can help you. Mm -hmm. And also thinking about giving that as you do as well, which has been near and dear to my heart, giving my talent to others, to other organizations, to causes. And mm -hmm. so thinking about how your leadership role resonates beyond just your position. Mm-hmm. Tell us, you, you've shared some of some, you've answered some of the questions, write down some of your ideas, um, give as well to the community, mm -hmm. as well as um, glean from the community, the wisdom of the community. And I'm paraphrasing. Yes. <laughs> share some of, share some of the hacks that you've learned to manage some of the stress of being a business owner and an entrepreneur? Yes. Well, stress is always going to be evident. Good stress, bad stress. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so I always like to look at the opportunity to say, well, how am I feeling? Doing a pulse check. I am a proponent and I'm not an, uh, I say, endorsed by the Calm app. Um, that <laughs> is one app I use that is helpful for meditation, grounding, um, reminders, just mm -hmm. sort of an even keeled music throughout the day. 
Um, I am also not an advocate or a sponsor for Pomodoro, but another app that helps put a timer on the things that I need to do to maximize my productivity, to make sure I'm leveraging exactly what I need to be doing when and for how long. <laughs> I don't fall off track because I'll be like, oh, wait a minute. I was supposed to be doing five other things. And so I've learned through the years that while I have been able to use timers in for years, now we have all these fancy apps that are free, I might add. Um, and I do leverage my Google Calendar and other types like Calendly and tools that are online to help manage my time, because I find that is one of the biggest inhibitors of me being able to really be an effective leader um, mm -hmm. and also juggling personal and other obligations. So it's helpful for me to think back about how I did that on paper previously and now automated. And I'm saying going back 20 years now, things <laughs> were not as automated as they are now. So those are some of the hacks that I've, I've used. And I do say for women, I say always have like a to-go bag. Uh -huh. What do I mean? So have a bag of your fresh and favorite mints or fresh mm -hmm. and favorite snacks. Um, have a notepad and pen, have an extra one, have, um, if you have any sort of adornments or other things, care of things, other earrings, extra, always have that with you, whether or not you're going mm -hmm. online live or whether or not you're going out into the community, have it ready so that if you need to have an extra pair of earrings to put on, or if you need to have an extra mint or some gum or refreshing, um, and your business cards to share mm -hmm. who you are. So I always say have a grab bag ready to go. I love it. I love it. Allison uh, added that she likes the Calm app too, and she loves the idea of the bag. I like that too. I was like, oh, the to-go bag. That is such a great idea. It is. It's really a, a great idea. And it's, it's a good idea. Even yeah. if you don't have an event, it's yeah. a good idea to just have some of those things to like in the afternoon where you start feeling sluggish, you can just pull some of those things out of your bag to kind of give you a boost in the afternoon. I like that. That's great information. Dawn, you have some things that you're also um, working on and that you have um, uh, that you're you're promoting for the holiday. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. I'm always making sure to share with women leaders and encourage them. There are certain things that people can always find as far as leadership development tools and resources on my website. Um, following me across social on Instagram and on Facebook, Twitter at Don McCoy Books, but also being able to get ignited. Um, and this is a really terrific guide called Ignite Your Leadership. And we're at the flourishleadership.com slash ignite link. You can find this free tool. And why I say it, because for myself and for those who I've served for years, a tool to be able to spark our leadership, because sometimes mm -hmm. we don't know that we're already leading. We are. Mm -hmm. Sometimes mm -hmm. we forget that we're leading. We have people who are looking to us, to our wisdom. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we just need to reignite what we're doing and start over, rebalancing and retooling. So this is a great tool. Time for the holidays to charge and power through, but also get into the new year and just do a renewal, whatever it is to be able to continue that part of leading. So everyone, Go to the, the, here's the link and I'm going to leave it up, but write it down so you can go. This is a free resource for, for you. It's a free res resource to use. And you know, it's real. Um, when I've talked to the ladies over the week, 
They've all given something of themselves, something that will boost your spirits, boost your energy, and to propel you to that next level. And as Dawn said, it is difficult. You know, it is difficult. But when you have thought leaders like like Dawn here, like some of the other ladies, it's really great to glean from what they have to offer because they've been through it. My grandmother used to say, you, you have to, you, you're going to have to uh, go through what I've been through. I've been through what you're going through. You know, she would always say that to me, like, just live on because, you know, she had the wisdom of her years. And so here we have the wisdom of someone who has worked in leadership, who trains women to use what their skills, their inherent abilities to be leaders. And, you know, let's face it, we need leadership right now. We're in a time and in an age where we all can lead wherever we are in our space, in our environment. And we need people to do that because we are lacking. We need some, we need people in our communities, in our schools, in our churches. I'm going to be on my soapbox for one minute, you all. But we do in our homes. We need people who will stand up and lead, even in our homes. So please get the resource. I am. I'm going to go today and I'm going to get it. <laughs> So I encourage you all to do the same. Don, what else do you have for us today? I know you have mm -hmm. um, a mm -hmm. lot of wisdom to share. What else would you like to share with us today? Absolutely. Well, I think one of the most significant uh, discussions we've had here today is about managing stress and managing life and managing transition um, in a leadership position and in something that might be out in front, but also quietly. Sometimes we often experience things that are not always out on the forefront. I know one of the challenges I had of being stressed was when I became a new mom. And so when I had a little, little person to take care of and a business to take care of, personal obligations, it was like, whoa, wait a minute. These are all competing priorities. And as I mentioned, this is prior to some of these really dynamic apps being a resource. Well, I found that I needed to manage my time effectively. Reading while he was sleeping, that was helpful. So being able to sleep <laughs> when he was sleeping, but also being able to have that beautiful opportunity to realize that what a blessing it was to be able to have job, child, and being able to manage personal obligations and to say it can be stressful. And the holidays, like right now, time of year, time of season, time in history, it can be stressful, but it is not incumbent upon us to buckle under the stress, but in fact, to look at it as from a leader perspective to say, what new opportunity can I find? What new way can I look at this problem and find a solution or many solutions? And as you said about Marceline, your grandmother, my grandmother always had great advice from her quilting experiences. And so mm -hmm. she would often tell these stories from the patchwork quilts and that each part of the scrap of material was not to be thrown away. Material always came together one way or another. We never knew exactly how the quilt that she was making would come together. But my goodness, mm -hmm. when she was done, it was amazing mm -hmm. because she didn't waste anything. She didn't say, oh, I, I can't take that part. That doesn't look good. Mm -hmm. She would put it around the edges. She would patchwork mm -hmm. it together. She would weave the story together that she told and weave together the quilt to say, you know what? It's okay. 
the parts that are good and bad, you put them all together. She even used potato sacks, let me tell you. So <laughs> she made there some amazing quilts. And so yeah. I learned from her what you say. We can all learn from our stress, our good and our bad, to be able mm -hmm. to say we can be able to live on as leaders, to be able to live in whatever moment we're in and take those experiences and still lead. Absolutely. Absolutely. What a wonderful story. It, it, and it's so true. Um I tell my, my daughters that everything works out. It will always work out. Um, some of the ladies have, um, I want to share some of the, the comments. Dolores said, um, competing priorities are stressful. Quilt analogy is helpful. Yes, it is. Because all of the things that we experience goes into really who we are mm -hmm. and we can learn from those experiences. And, and as I was saying, I always tell my, my daughters, it will all work out. And that has helped. I think it's helped me keep that, you know, it, it will all work out. Whatever's coming, whatever's around, it will all work out. It's like taking those pieces and using them for growth. And just think, you know, something else is coming to me. When Once that quilt is done, not only is it a masterpiece, it's beautiful, but it's also functional because there's warmth. It keeps mm -hmm. us warm and it cause, keeps us comforted. There's, there's so much in that, what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> Powerful. We learn so much from our grandmothers, I tell you that. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, yes, we do. Mm -hmm. We are almost out of time, and I hate it because this has just been, it's just been a wonderful experience. Um, ladies, I was telling Dawn that I was just so thrilled when she said yes, um, because she is, um, she's, a, she's an amazing woman. Um, when you go to her website and you just read about her, you will see, and you'll see all of the resources that she has. She is an amazing person. Um, and I know that she has, she has traveled across the country as a speaker, a dynamic speaker. So, you know, visit her website, glean from her, download Ignite, because like I said, I am definitely going to do the same. Dawn, do you have any closing words for us today? Well, I will probably just leave with one of my favorite quotes that life is not a spectator sport, nor is it a dress rehearsal. So get in the game, stay in the game. <laughs> get in the game, stay in the game. Ladies, this is it for today. Please make sure that you join us next week. Next week will be our final week of get through the holidays without losing it. But it won't be the final week for stress talk. We will be back as always um, with stress talk and with some of the good good that we have to make sure that stress does not overcome you, but you overcome stress. I'm Marcelin Bailey. Take good care.